<laughs> this is our show. <laughs> Nothing makes him happy. That was more like Krusty the Clowns. Yeah. That wasn't even Krusty the Clowns. That was like... The I'm in danger, kid. <laughs> That's another mind duck. Yeah. Where he goes home and he's like an adult. He's married and has a kid. <laughs> that, that kid? Yeah. You, you never saw that bit on Simpsons? I stopped watching The Simpsons since like... I don't know. I saw it on YouTube, but uh, Ralph, I think that's the kid's name. He like goes home, he gets off the bus. He's like, bye everybody. (laughs) And they're just like, loser. And he just goes in the house. He just goes, and like drops his backpack, takes off his shirt. He's got a wife beater on. His wife comes out with the kid. He goes, how was was your day, honey? He goes, oh, it was rough. (laughs) Like he's got like a totally different voice. (laughs) Isn't he the cop's son? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Uh, what, Chief that, Wigwam? Yeah, he has like the he always has a donut, donut on the end of his revolver. <laughs> he's just gun. eating it off of the <laughs> barrel of his revolver. It's so stupid. <laughs> anyway, what are we anyway, doing? Anyway, <laughs> we were saying this <laughs> podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. I'm Tom. With me, I have Hi, Mitch, and Hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to our Thursday episode. We talk <laughs> about reviews and news of upcoming stuff. And um, if you liked our Monday episode where we talked about mind ducks or mind, <laughs> I, I love that buzzer. <laughs> it's my favorite. And Skyrim trivia, where uh, it was close, came down to the bonus round, where Hayden was able to score victory against Mitchell. So <laughs> tune in yeah. for next Thursday's episode for Mitch's riveting punishment review. Before we get involved in me and Hayden's dual punishment, uh-huh. social media, Mitch. You're going to entertain this podcast.com. No, that doesn't count. You didn't say well. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> my glorious subjects. <laughs> you can go to entertainthis.com. <laughs> well, like entertainthispodcast.com. The- oh, there you go. Should take you to all of our episodes, and you can leave reviews. Also, our Facebook. Which is uh, Facebook, entertainthispodcast.com. Yeah. I mean, uh, Our Twitter, yeah. which is at this entertain. It is. I've been listening sometimes. <laughs> Our Instagram is entertain underscore dot this. Dot <laughs> entertain dot this exclamation point. No. Is that our YouTube? YouTube is just entertain this. Wait, just type in entertain this. You know what the logo looks like. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. links to all of it are on the entertainthispodcast.com. Uh, all right. All right. Leave a review. <laughs> Leave a review. Put stars. How hit, to, hit the subscribe button. How like to comments. not get people to go to your social media? <laughs> just find it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so me and Hayden lost uh, trivia for, for wrestling. Wrestling. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was. It was not fun. It was the walk-ins. Yeah. It was, so that was the one time Hayden's secret like superpower failed him. I did pretty good. For, you did pretty good. It was almost close for for, for listening to like. 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. We had like a minute and a half prep time of Mitch playing it, not telling us what it was, and then going, oh, it's this wrestler. And then he wrote out a huge list of wrestlers, some of which weren't even (laughs) on it, and then other ones that were, he didn't put down. Let's let's, let's put it this way. They did really well when they heard all the songs a few seconds before we did the podcast, and they had a list of all the names to choose from. Um, um, wait, this <laughs> is the part where Mitch bomb. tells us, I gave you all the answers. <laughs> I gave it to you weeks ahead of time. And then Hayden's revelation that me and Mitch had <laughs> given each other answers in the past. Yeah, that messed me up. Talk about mind ducking. <laughs> uh, this whole time, he's like, I can't trust either of you. <laughs> but like, I was listening to the episode... It, like we said, he's only mad because it wasn't only him that got answers one yeah, time. Yeah, because he because he was told beforehand <laughs> what it was going to be and how, what what who and, it was. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play this straight. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cheat. Oh. You guys have been cheating the whole time. <laughs> I'm not gonna cheat. Because <laughs> we had to go against a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> guesser who watches wrestling. <laughs> far more than us, and it was evident. Well, which it doesn't was, take uh, much. Our to friend watch Watson, wrestling. who's been a fan of the show. And supportive since our its inception. Speaking of fan of the shows, hello Emily. All right, moving on. Hi Cliff. <laughs> Shout out to Cliff. Hi people. Uh, who I are have, these people? Uh, Emily's one of my friends. She, oh. she Shout out to me. our uh, however many listeners it is in Germany. Oh, we can say he- I can say France. hello. I can say hello to Deborah who gave you the the suggestion Mission for the for trivia s- that screwed me yes, over. Yes, thank you. Good job, Deborah. <laughs> Good job, Deborah. 
And then uh, whoever uh, suggested Zelda trivia, you're awesome. One of my friends. That'd be her. Oh, good job, Deborah. But she doesn't count. Does count because I pick, and I'm telling you, in a month's time, right before Tears of the Kingdom comes out, Breath of the Wild trivia. I'm going to be sick that day. <laughs> I'm sick now. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm sick of the both of you. Just leave. <laughs> well, you know, let's finish this. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll finish the show. First. Okay. Don't no, 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 play Call of Duty together. <laughs> so, <laughs> screw you guys. I'll see, see you, you online. <laughs> All right, anyways. Anyways, so uh, Watson punished us with the 1981 classic Possession. <sighs> okay. Which yeah, he, how was that? Which, well, no, hang on. I had different expectations for this movie because at first he was like, yeah, this was a good movie. Everybody liked it. I hated it. I thought it was stupid. And I was like, okay, so this is just his opinion on this. Yeah, Watson, No, this movie was terrible. It was a bad movie. This movie was dumpster garbage. All right, before we get started about what this movie is, let's talk about how difficult this movie was to find. Yes. <laughs> All right? If you're going to make a movie, don't, the punishment. <laughs> don't call it something bland like Possession, possession. or like cabinet <laughs> or, or, or chair yeah. <laughs> lamp okay because there's going to be a, a billion movies that are named that yeah all right? something like classy like velocipaster and then <laughs> if you have a movie that is that comes out uh on one year and then is re-released another year it just makes the whole thing confusing. yeah because there's the 1981 and then there's 1983. the 1983 right with a different title or a different poster on it so yes. I was very confused. This one's got boobs on it. Yes, right? I and found then, the one with the boobs. And then the other one's got butt on it. And I couldn't with figure out which one like goes to the right one. Medusa? What yeah. are you thinking by preference? <laughs> are you a boob guy or a butt guy? <laughs> I was very confused about which one I was supposed See, to watch. See, I watched the 1982 thigh one. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, and then uh, let's just get into the details about this. this it was directed by Andrzej Zalowski. A right. Polish director. Which was also written by him. Yeah, this is a psychological drama slash horror film. This is a, the budget for this movie was $2.4 million. And it made, was it? Yeah, and it made $1.1 million in uh, U.S. only. So, Filmed um, in France and West Germany. I guess that was the actual Berlin Wall that they showed there. Yeah, cause, uh, they because it was still there. It was yeah. filmed in West Berlin in 1980. Yeah, so... Um, <sighs> I don't want to talk about the plot yet. I'm gonna. Let's, no. How old was Sam Neill in this movie? He uh, he looked like he was like 25. So he is, uh, but he still looked wise. He was born old. in 1947, so this was 80. He was 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah, yeah. He looked very young. He was a very young Sam Neill. This is way before his uh, forays into archaeology and paleontology. Piercing blue. Before he realized and, and what a good actor would yeah, be. And before he joined the Russian Navy <laughs> with Sean Connery. Um. That's such a great movie. So this movie is described as a psychological drama, horror. psychological drama and horror film. Okay, I, I, I this don't movie is described should be described as a dumpster fire. If 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 you have a psychological drama before the horror, it's probably not going to be a good movie because you have. It, well, I thought this movie was about demonic possession. Well, I didn't. I thought this movie was about like a marriage falling apart and this guy like losing his, his mind, mind over it. Because, like, I mean, it's like, what, 20-minute montage of yeah. him just going nuts for yeah. three weeks? It's, it, at one point, Sam Neill sits in a rocking chair and just <laughs> rocks furiously. Like, like, <laughs> like, that chair is amazing because he, he did not fall. Yeah. Because, like, he was going in and out of frame. He was beating <laughs> the hell out of that chair. And then, you know, like, like while he's screaming at his yeah. ex, soon-to-be ex-wife. I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah, because she was having an entanglement <sighs> with Heinrich. Yeah, Heinrich. Heinrich, who is so very touchy. Weird. <laughs> yeah, like the, their whole fight where he's just like holding him. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're him I, and I Sam Neill. So, like, I want. Okay. Let's just start with the plot. Yeah. So, so Sam Neill is a spy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm told. <laughs> I'm led to believe. Something about him spying on pink socks. What was he searching for the pink panther? No, he's looking for a dude in the pink socks. Remember that in the beginning? Like the board of the guys. I might have been doing laundry one dude while had I was a, trying to figure it out. One dude had an eye patch. <laughs> Remember that? Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a board of guys, and one of them had an eye patch. And I was like, that dude's going to be important. Never no. see him again. Oh, is that where he's in the giant room, but they're all in the corner? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that That's another thing. And they do that. Okay, I get that from like a film standpoint, because they're trying to make you uncomfortable by having a very wide shot and a, an ensemble group mm -hmm. of people crammed into a corner like mm -hmm. that. They're all at this, like, big, ornate desk. Like, right. They're all just sitting there. And he's sitting, like, 
farther away than he really should in right. just a chair by himself. Almost to the point where and you And then have to the like room yell. is huge. Yeah. And he's just like in there, just like almost in the center of the room. Right. And they're just in the corner. And it's like, why? Yeah, I don't know. Why is it set up like this? So, uh, well, it's West Germany was different. They, uh, they say, hey, you did a good job spying on that guy with pink socks. Do it again. And he's like, no, I need to go home, spend time with my family. And they're like, oh, but you're going to want to. And then they give him a bunch of money and he leaves. And he goes home and his wife's like, I'm having an affair. With just everybody. Like, <laughs> just like, like, he shows up and, like, she, like, walks off from, like, seeing him. Like, doesn't really say anything, like, uh, you know, give him any, like, you know, oh, it's so good to see you, love you. He's, like, having to pick up, like, all the luggage and just, like, mm. <laughs> shuffle into the apartment. Yeah. Honey, by the way, I'm the village bicycle. Pretty much. She she says, yeah, like. she's the community pool, baby. Everybody's out of swim. <laughs> and then uh, they have a son. Uh, his name is, what was his? Bob. No, no, what was the, uh, the Sam Neill's character's name? Mark. And then what was the wife's name? Susan? That's your name, <laughs> What was her name? <laughs> it was they had no, no. She had like some kind of weird. Name. They had some like decently elaborate names, but the son's name is Bob. Anna. Yeah, and uh, Heinrich. And Heinrich Hein- is the interloper. Yeah. So Mark, how's your sex life? <laughs> yeah, there Not was some, good. <laughs> there was some acting that like rivaled that at some points. The 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 room where you're just like, what? Uh, Why? <laughs> what, who talks like that? Yeah. But uh, anyways, so she says she has an affair with some guy. He's he's like. Blown up about it, and it, it's to the point where, like, you know, when if somebody were to hit you with some bad news, you'd be kind of like typically, typically people would be like quiet and reserved to try to comprehend and understand. Well, he flies off the rails yeah. right from the get, and he's Anarchy. just like, you know, screaming and throwing stuff. Yep. He's like, "Who is he?" And she's like, "Everybody." And then he's like, "Wow!" It's like you basically you come back and your wife is a whore. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so he's mad about that, and she leaves. I don't know. Everybody leaves like fifteen times. I don't know. Everybody's just storming out, except for Bob. They leave this kid on alone, like alone for like days. And neglected. Yeah, <laughs> poor Bob. Yeah, but, poor uh, Bob. Yeah, so uh, he confronts Heinrich at some point, and this is like some love guru judo master that beats the crap out of him while molesting him at the same time. It's very it strange. Was, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, and this movie uh, was very unpleasant. He, then uh, Sam Neill hires like private investigators yeah, to follow his wife Who around. Are, like gay lovers, uh, were they? Was that <laughs> they were, what they were insinuating? Yes, because at one point, like one of them disappears, and then the other guys, like I care deeply, and he grabs Sam Neil's hands. There's a lot of that where they like grab hands and they like they hold it very uncomfortable. Like two grown men, you know, just to have a moment together. Yeah. And you're just like, is this a European thing? I'm glad or? you grabbed that thing. I was like, I'm not reaching my hands up to you. <laughs> like, I don't want. I don't want you to touch me. <laughs> Everybody stands very close and whatever. Uh, but yeah, so. The investigators, I don't know what their purpose was except just basically be cannon fodder for whatever Anna is doing. The monster thingy. <sighs> We're not getting to that yet. So, yeah. yeah. That's the horror part. Um, then Heinrich becomes uh, involved. Uh, you yeah, know. she has, like, some secret apartment. Yeah, she has a secret apartment. In, like, a derelict apartment building. Yeah, and then Heinrich's mother is also kind of involved with Heinrich's affair, which was also very strange. That part was... There was a lot I felt like had to be explained that they just didn't. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like Heinrich is a cool sort of like 65-year-old European dude that rides around on a motorcycle with his shirt unbuttoned. And uh, anyways, he dies in a toilet. Um, <laughs> yeah. He gets bonked on the head with like a toilet ceramic top thing. Yeah. And then uh, Sam Neill just like stuffs his face in the toilet so he drowns. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who does number two work for? (laughs) And there goes Heinrich. Yeah. Heine to his close friends. Um, And then what? Sam Neill like goes off the rails for like three weeks in this like alcohol induced binge where he's like falling out of bed. So was that what he was he like coming through withdrawals at that? I think some maid walks in and he's like, what day is it? He's, she's like, you've been here for three weeks. <laughs> Get like, a job. <laughs> yeah. And, and then some girl it. with a cash shows up and he sleeps with her. <laughs> just, There's boom. just like pointless sex for no reason. Just all the boom. time. Yeah. And then he starts seeing the other girl who's the actress who plays his wife just with contact lenses and, and a wig to have green eyes. Yeah. I don't know if that was a casting thing or whatever, but yeah. It was, it was literally the same person. Yes. Literally, this, <laughs> she's credited as both. I, I think they do that to confuse you, but they didn't need to do that. I was already confused at that point. Um, I was very confused at that point. That's funny. And then their, like, argument 
that turns into violence and they're like cutting each other with like the electric oh, knife yeah. Yeah. they use for like Thanksgiving. Yeah. So he just starts like hacking into his arm and just blood everywhere. And then she's like hacking into her neck. Like their own self. Yeah. yeah and then like, he like chases her outside after he like bandages themselves up. And then she tries to get hit by a truck, but she's like just spitting blood everywhere. Well, no. So she, they, they get like kind of physical and she slaps him and he like smiles. He's like, do that again. And she's like, yeah. And then he beats the crap out of her. It's like, like I said, hit me. <laughs> yeah, he slaps the crap out of her. Mm-hmm. And she's like bloodied and, you know, obviously battered wife or whatever. And yeah. she runs off and tries to kill herself, I think. Yeah. Tries yeah. to get hit by a truck. All right. So long story short, she's harboring a demon monster in this like secret apartment. Um, it's and, kind of like a goopy. Relations. Yeah, we're not there yet. So she's it's like a goopy jelly bean stuck to the wall with like pus and blood coming out of it. And then eventually tentacles. And then she says at one point, uh, you know, it's tired from all the lovemaking we had last night. And then Sam Neill's like, you know, anyway, moving on. And, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was that last part? Wait, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> You're not just going to throw that yeah. out there and, and not yeah, yeah. and have no reaction. Right. You know, and it's like got like exposed organs. Yeah, you're effing the goop. And uh, <laughs> the goop tentacle monster. Eventually, Sam Neill walks in on her doing it with tentacle monster. And uh, he just kind of walks out. He's, He's just, just like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> he just leaves. And then she kills people like the investigators. And he- uh, does she, she does something with Heinrich's body, doesn't she? No, no, no. Heinrich doesn't. No, because I don't know if the she feeds the bodies to the monster or whatever I- it is. Think she does? I'm confused. Uh, it, just, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's that bizarre horror scene where she's like having a miscarriage in the subway. I forgot about and that. She's like, I think it's a flashback around and like going crazy. Is that a flashback? Yeah. But then she's like swinging groceries around, and yeah. then she's just standing there, like kneeling in a puddle of blood and first off milk. The the one problem I had with that is what subway is that private? None. Exactly. I, so, I, I've, I used to live outside New York City. So I would assume either A. All like, hours. Like, crowded. Like, you know, this is a completely fictionalized movie. It should be at least a hobo <laughs> or sleeping down there. Or B, somebody saw this crazy lady going nuts. Just, and they were like, let's get out of here. Yeah, and they all ran away. Which but, I would have done. But it was, it was, I kid you not, five minutes from beginning to end of her just like dancing around, like, screaming like, and beating herself against the wall. And like then swinging her bag of groceries that didn't break, but the milk went everywhere. And then just like, just, just milk, milk in blood. blood. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. And then yeah. tentacle monster was like weird, like horse face thing that wasn't defined, but had eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was either. So that was before he transformed entirely. But it was when he was still like jelly bean form, goopy monster. He had this like weird reflective. It looked eyes. like something out of the thing. And it blinded Heinrich for five seconds. I don't know what that was. It was weird. Something to do. <coughs> well, anyways, the end of the movie. Um, so Sam Neil meets up with her after they're running from the cops because he blew up a building. Yeah, he blew up the apartment. Which the Goopy monster made it out. Um, yeah, he tried to kill Goop monster, but he yeah, it didn't work out. And uh, Goop so monster. So he's running now from the cops, his wife, and the Goop. And then he like starts screaming at the cops, and the cops just don't ask questions; they shoot him. Um, so he's shot. Drives off to another apartment building, runs up the stairs, is like sort of dying halfway up. Yeah, looks down, sees her, and a guy running up behind her. And then when she catches up to him, you find out that the goop monster turned into Sam Neill. <laughs> but he's got brown eyes because mm-hmm. he's the Antichrist. I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't understand. The cops kill him. Huh? The Sam, the original Sam Neill and the girl. Sam Neill Prime. Sam Neill Prime. <laughs> and then evil and Sam the, Neill. And the woman. Yeah. Evil Sam Neill walks up to some strange lady and is like, how do I get out of here? And she's like, eh. And she like looks up. And he's like, oh, okay. Take this gun and shoot the cops. And she's like, oh, okay. And so she shoots the cops and he escapes. And that's the end of the movie. Well, no, he shows up to find. He finds oh, yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finds Bob. And, and then bomb is exploding. And then the um the <laughs> doppelganger version of his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the green eyes who are like shining at you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. She looks at the camera and mm-hmm. she she looks like she's gonna smile but doesn't. And then there's like air raid sirens and bomb explosions. End of movie. Okay. The apocalypse. I think. Aliens. 
<laughs> Kill clowns from outer space. I don't know what that movie I, was, man. I don't know. I, I, it's something to do with like maybe starting World War Three with the Antichrist. Eh. So what'd you rate it? <laughs> I, I I can see why maybe if this was 1980 and there was this Cold War fear mm-hmm. and you were injecting the omen somehow into that story, maybe it would be a little bit more appealing at the time. But for today, when no. like there is no Berlin Wall, I mean, the, to be honest, the Berlin Wall was barely in the movie. Like you, I forgot I was in Germany half the time, and but uh, I don't know four, five maybe three. So I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. I'm not. <laughs> Let's see what uh, other people rated it. Uh, I think it had like a seven point something on like IMDb. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's got. Um, well, let me see what the reception um, says. Shudder gave it a 4.3 out of 5. It has an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.3 on IMDb. 80% of Google users like this movie. So you say that people don't know what thing, what good quality content is. No, yeah, they're does. stupid. They're, they're <laughs> dumb. They don't know. This is called a Kish movie. K-I-T-S-C-H? That sounds like some Artur crap which is basically saying like you're only cool people are gonna get it only people who like wear all black turtlenecks and berets (laughs) and drink espresso and they clap with by snapping their fingers (laughs) they smoke cigarettes with their pinky and their other finger no it's like they're like they're holding like their thumb and their index finger (laughs) like that episode of canada hill where it's like bobby you american (laughs) well why you're smoking like some kind of european nazi in a movie (laughs) well won a bunch of awards i don't know at the rosies (laughs) <laughs> if you like Rosemary's Baby and like, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe that might be kind of your your shtick, but it's not. It sounds really bad. It was. It was just confusing. And then like you honestly could have trimmed the whole movie down to an hour. It was a lot of just wandering around trying to figure out what the hell's going on because the characters are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And you're just but like it half-heartedly trying to figure out what's going right. on. Right. They're just like doping through the hallways, but you're watching them do that for mm-hmm. like 10 minutes at a time. So Yes. I hate I, I hate it when movies do that. You just revel in your confusion. Like <laughs> like the, all the filmmakers are like, ha-ha, we know something, and you don't. For the whole freaking movie, we're never going to tell you. Ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> so. I did not enjoy it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So, Watson, screw you. Yeah. Let me watch that. Good, good job, Watson. <laughs> Dumpster garbage film. a solid punishment. Now he needs to come on the podcast so we can get him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vengeance will be swift. All right, well. He had foot surgery. Make him walk up three flights of stairs. We should. <laughs> I'll carry him up here just to punish him. All right, what are you, what, what's happening now, Tom? Movies. <laughs> he just He looks so happy when it plays. Look at him. <laughs> I watched the movie. Oh, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember I the name of it. <laughs> I was looking at Mitch, like, go ahead, Mitch. Huh. Time <laughs> surprised me. <laughs> I watched Your Place or Mine. It was the newest movie I could find mm. that we hadn't already talked about. This is a romantic comedy featuring Reese Witherspoon and mm. Ashton Kutcher. Anyway, on to my news. Two <laughs> semi-relevant people. Yeah, Ashley Kutcher's looking pretty rough. Yeah. The age is <laughs> catching up I to mean, him quite quickly. He was hooked up with... Uh, um, Mila Kunis? G.I. Jane. Oh, Demi Moore. And then yeah. Mila Kunis. So, you know, yeah. They'll yeah. probably do it to you. So, I understand why actors can't just hook up with, like, not actors. Why do they have to be... Other actors. They don't understand the world that we live in. Like Hugh Jackman, he's been married to uh, his wife for like 40 years. And nobody, nobody knows her name. N- because she's not an actress, <laughs> no. you know? So they li- must live yeah. a happy life. They seem to. Yeah, I think she's like five or six years older than he is. Yeah. And she yeah. just like showed up just started hitting on because you know, right. he's Hugh Jackman. Same with Keanu Reeves. His girlfriend that he's had forever is nobody that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And they, he seems to be pretty happy mm-hmm. just doing his stupid movies, you know? Yeah. Good for him. Walking around, being all John Wick and whatnot. Ashton Kutcher's chasing after whoever's next. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I need to find a younger one. Is it going to be Mila Kunis or is it going to be like... Well, you, no, he's married to Mila Kunis. Is he? Yeah, they have kids. Oh, I thought that they divorced or something since then. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, I, 
they haven't told me. Well, I wonder if uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, next time you talk to him, just next time I talk to Ashton, I'll, I'll, if, I'll if he does know. divorce, is he going to go back to old again? Is he going to like chase after I don't know, younger Jane, Dame Judy Dench? <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. That'd right, be anyway. so funny. <laughs> anyway, this is a typical rom com. Um, they're two characters, so. They met when they were young, and their young flashback sequence, they did nothing to de-age either of them. <laughs> it's just the clothes. And they're just like, look, it's the night. Like, on the screen, look, it's the 90s. Like, look how many shirts they're wearing for no reason yeah. because it was the style. Is that what they said in the screen? Literally, it comes up on the damn screen. <laughs> and there's a counter as he's taking, like, off a shirt. It's like one, two, and it's like another shirt. I didn't know that was a Third. thing. Did one of the, in the 90s? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody wore a billion shirts. Yeah. Well, and, you know, if you're yeah, skinny. Yeah, you had your tank top, you had your long <laughs> sleeve shirt. You had oh, a short, you know? Yeah, you had a tank top, a short sleeve shirt, a long sleeve shirt, another short sleeve yeah. shirt over it. Yeah. A ja- a denim jacket. That's right. How about jorts and a t-shirt? Your jorts. <laughs> Jean shorts? Yeah. Oh, my God. And your sandals. I'm a John Cena, man. Did, it, did any of Ashton Kutcher's shirts say rock band on it? No. Did he wear a uh, skate? Uh, do you have a no, backwards his hat? Whole, no, his whole thing was walk around listening to the cars. Oh, of course. All right. Well, anyways, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So they met when they were, like, in college. They they both had dreams. They did it. And then <laughs> the dreams are each other. Each other. Oh. <laughs> and then they went, like, their separate ways, but they've apparently been best friends for, like, 20 years. They, like, she lives in Los Angeles. He lives in New York City. And, like, he had, like, left L.A., like, at a certain time, but when she got married or whatever. But they live on opposite sides of the U.S. They talk every day, all the time. And it's weird because Ashton Kutcher has been in a failed relationship after failed relationship. Like, nothing goes past six months. Mm-hmm. They make a point to tell you none of his relationships go past six months. Mm-hmm. So they're given, like, Reese Witherspoon's, like, going to New York to take classes mm-hmm. for college at her age. I don't know why. She's trying to get a new job. I mean, you know. Yeah, so she's, like, at NYU. Oh. So they trade places. Why didn't she go to LAPD or LA... Uh- <laughs> Some university see, in LA. I, I don't know. New York. They had to make it. For this. That's why it's called uh, whatever it was called. My place or your place? My pl- your place or mine. Oh, yeah, okay. that's why. You got you to fit the title. Ah. So she goes to New York and stays at his like drab, like fancy, ritzy apartment. It's like on top Brooklyn. of a pizza place or, you know. Yeah, no, no. It's like. Oh, it's fancy. fancy. You can't oh, so afford he's rich. it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. He's, he's loaded. He's driving around a Porsche. Okay. He's, he's doing very well. In New York. Yeah. Is New it York. Porsche or Porsche? Porsche. And, like, where he's, like, you walk into, like, the apartment, and you just see the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm. And it's very majestic looking. And I was, like, nobody can afford that. Just Spider-Man something. No, I I, I didn't see Spider-Man. I'm not saying Spider-Man's not in it. I'm just saying I didn't see him. Okay. (laughs) So he goes to L.A. and stays at her house where uh, Steve Zahn is, like, some rich billionaire from, from like, a buyout for his company. Yeah. So he lives next door, but he spends all day and night in her garden just doing garden stuff. So he's just out there doing that, which is weird. She has a kid who's like allergic to literally everything, and it's just kind of like a nerd. Like, mm. So Ashley Kutcher like goes on like a friendship quest with this kid to like you know help him be popular. Friendship and, quest, like you know teach him the ropes and like you know let him do all the stuff his helicopter mom doesn't let him do. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon meets one of Ashley Kutcher's ex flings because she shows up like pretty much naked to like bone Ashton Kutcher. Uh huh. And then I mean, she's, that would work. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, were they were ducking. They were ducking. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were making that sound. Yeah. <laughs> they were making the. <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does that apply? No. Uh, no, not even a, not even a little bit. Uh, okay. Shame on you. Shame on you, Brandon. So. The two of them become friends, and, like, she's, like, taking her around New York to, like, all these ritzy places and doing stuff, and they're, like, living their little separate lives. And then Reese Witherspoon meets some book guy, and she loves books. And the two of them should have probably ended up together. Yeah. Or the don't? No. (laughs) No. No, because she wasn't the main actress. No. So (laughs) it turns out Ashley Kutcher was, like, a huge writer. Like, he was super into writing, and then he stopped and, like, went into, like, his business world or whatever. Mm. And then, like, he was, like, between jobs. So that's why he just went to L.A. just to hang out and, like, ends up becoming, like, a surrogate father of this kid. And, like, he the kid's just, like, you know, like, inhaler, just, you know, nerdy. Like, yeah, if the wind blows he too dies hard, if he'll he fall. He's a peanut. Yeah, he's, they literally make a point that he's allergic to every single nut on the planet. Yeah, that's my nephew. Yeah, so. So, 
That's so Ashton Kutcher's like taking the him around. Breaks. He's just like, you know, you want to play hockey? And the kid's like, yeah, yeah I want to play hockey. And it turns out the kid's like Wayne Gretzky on skates. Hmm. Who, who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Kids just zooming around out there making goals, making slap shots. So Reese Wisman finds like a manuscript Ashton Kutcher wrote and takes it, reads it. It's just like, oh my God, this book is amazing. Gives it to the editor guy who she probably should have ended up with. And he's like, yeah, all right. And he like reads it and then just goes, this book is amazing. We need to publish it. And she doesn't tell Ashton Kutcher that she did it while she's like going through these classes. Seeing That's this an dude. invasion of intellectual property. That's a, that is a crime. It is. <laughs> so the two of them find out that, A, she took the book, read it, and he was like, you just going through my stuff. And it's like, oh, no, like they want to publish this. And he goes, well, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. getting all mad, you know, doing his Tony Dins. Hey, what are you doing? So then she finds out because the kid gets checked, like the, those kids checked the crap out of this kid nice. in hockey and nice. launched him into the boards. Oh, nice. So he had like a maybe a concussion and, and like a hematoma, but like Reeves was just panicking. So she has to fly to LA. They argue at the airport because she tells him to leave and she's on the phone with him while yelling at him in the airport as she's like on like the moving walkway. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, you can just look to your left. I'm right over here. And she just turns and goes, oh, and they just start going back and forth and all this other stuff. But before that happened, she keeps going through all of his stuff because she's a privacy snitch mm-hmm. and <laughs> finds, like, this bag of mementos because he doesn't keep mementos, but he kept everything she ever gave him. I like mementos. Yes, they make, that, they make yeah. that joke, too. Oh. Darn it. I know. <laughs> you you I had? should be a rom-com writer. You really should. Oh. It's that easy. Um so it turns out he's loved her the entire time. That's why none of his relationships works because he wants to be with her. Yeah. She's mad that he didn't tell her. So the two of them end up getting together and being a family with the other kid. The and end. then Steve Zahn's just in the garden playing the, guitar. The, the, the nut kid. The, the nut yeah, kid. The nut allergy kid. So you, did you like this movie? No. It was, it was brutally <laughs> predictable. You, you had, like, insane detail. You're like, I watched it. He should have ended up with her. She should have ended up with him. Jody loves Chachi. <laughs> I mean, you watch the movie, it's just like, no, this makes sense. But this is like the number one movie on Netflix. Uh-huh. Because I was just looking for like any new releases, Dude, but this one kept popping up. Whenever Netflix other one. has a number one, it doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie. No. It just means it's going to be the whatever for Netflix. <laughs> it's that the newest thing, so everybody watched it because they wanted right. something new to watch. And just watching Reese Witherspoon, I'm just like, it's Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. Yeah. What's that Family Guy joke about her chin? She can like... Like cut diamond <laughs> with her chin. It's very <laughs> pronounced. It is very pronounced. And then you're just looking at Ashton Kutcher just trying to be like young and kind of hip still, but you could see like it's like, dude, you're getting there. He starts like saying all the acronyms, like, you know, oh, my Bitcoin lost all this money for my NFTs. And, you know, yeah, he's what, like what trying you to use, just saying stuff. Like, yeah. There's like a whole bit where he's just trying to use like new lingo and stuff. Working out my brand. And he's just like, oh, that's so sketch. Uh, yeah. It's it, this is like a five out of ten film. Yeah, it's like you made it. There was some funny parts, not enough to carry this through the whole movie. You have two actors that are beyond their time, <laughs> it's, and, and Steve Zahn, who's way beyond his time. He's so. just hanging out. Yeah. It's just like, like, why are you here? He's like the forever, you know, side character, supporting cast guy, and, <laughs> and now yeah. he's a supporting cast guy in a movie w- of supporting cast people. Like, I think the best two movies I could think of him being in are Sahara, oh yeah, and Saving Silverman. Oh yeah, what's that movie with uh, um, Batman? Um, Which Christian one? Bale. Christian Bale, where he's like a behind enemy lines, is like a crashed plane pilot. And he and Steve Zahn are trying to get through, like, I don't know, the the, the bad guys. Is this a dream you have? No, nope, this is a real movie. Are you sure? I think, I think it's called, like, uh, Behind Enemy Lines. No. <laughs> With Owen Wilson? <laughs> no. With I mean, Batman. Yeah, Owen, Owen Wilson. I mean, let me Google it. Keep talking about it. Right. I don't want to keep talking about it. Anyway, that's the movie. On to my news. Uh, they are rebooting Hellboy. Again? Yes. <laughs> Rescue uh, Dawn. That's what it was called. Rescue, Rescue Dawn. Dawn. That's not a real movie. It was. And Steve uh, Dawn gets his head chopped off. All right. Francois Tell is in that. Oh, that's right. He's the, uh, the the general that captures him at the beginning or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That. We interviewed that guy. Yeah, yeah. We, we did. You should listen to that episode. Go back. Find it. I don't remember what episode number it was. Steve Zahn gets his head chopped off. It was in July. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so Hellboy rebooted again. Uh, they're saying David Harbour 
might replay Hellboy again. Oh, that seems like a recipe for success. <clears throat> After he did it, and it was like, he did it, but it didn't work, so we're going to reboot it and cast him again. We're going to do it till you like it. <laughs> well, everybody uh, wanted reboot Ron, with Ron Henry Pearl. Cavill. So, I mean. And Ron Perlman, yeah. Well, Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Yeah. Just from the first movie. <laughs> but Ron Perlman's also pushing like six. Eh, it's Hellboy. You can just be CGI and yeah, have him paint him red. He'd <laughs> right. be fun. Uh, they're doing a live action How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't. I don't care. I don't want that. I thought the sequel was fun or the uh, animated film. Mm. I never seen them. Uh, Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan to star in I Am Legend sequel. Patrick don't, don't, we don't Dempsey know. to headline Grindhouse spinoff well, okay. Thanksgiving. So, so the I Am Legend sequel, right? So I was remember? legend. <laughs> <laughs> I will be legend. <laughs> you, so you saw you, you saw the ending of the theatrical release. Yeah, where he which, dies. Where he dies. Yeah. The DVD release and the director's cut, he lives. Yeah, he, he doesn't do the grenade. He just right, he just body. Get, gets away with him or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to say that that is the actual ending. And this will be the first time, I think, in Hollywood history where they're denouncing the theatrical release of a movie and saying that whatever came out afterwards is the truth. So I want to see how well that's going to play out. It doesn't oh. matter. The German Shepherd died. I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that Sam. Do- that dog was awesome. It was Everybody, everybody shed a tear. Mm-hmm. What was your other movie news? Oh, it was... Uh, they're doing a, a Grindhouse movie that's coming out. Another one? Thanksgiving. Hmm. F- featuring Patrick Dempsey. Okay. He's McDreamy? <laughs> McDreamy. Yeah, I think he is okay. McDreamy. Yeah. He's the dude that probably could have played Doctor Strange because yeah. he kind of he looks like Doctor Strange, yeah. not just Benedict Cumbersnatch. Benedict <laughs> 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 but I, but I, with his like weird face <clears throat> and then Ralph finds to sail as Homer in Odysseus I love how Tom's like scrolling through news as we're oh, I didn't know how far this went I, <laughs> that I, sounds I, like a good I, movie I was though looking for because uh, originally they wanted to make an Odysseus with Sean Bean after they did Troy where he played Odysseus in Troy and they were like tooling with that idea. Yeah, that was a little, that little late good. now. Yeah, a little late now. But like, I thought that. Well, would no, he'd been he'd be good now for old Odysseus because he's gone for like twenty years. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he's probably only ten. But years are they going to go the mythical? It had yeah, to. Troy came it's, out in two thousand four, so they could film it now, and he'll be twenty years older. It would make sense. It's all it's all mythical. There's no way they could go like. Well, I was just wondering if they would do it like a, you know, <laughs> what do you call it a. Metaphor. Metaphor, yeah. I mean, they haven't done, like, an Odysseus. <laughs> fancy words. I mean, Hollywood hasn't done, like, an Odysseus movie. They have. Uh, well, I think it was a made-for-TV movie. So, Which means it was probably garbage. I watched it in school when I was in, like, middle school reading Odysseus, and it wasn't bad. It made me more interested in Homer at mm-hmm. the time, so. <clears throat> and not Simpson. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. that concludes movies, TV. reviews, and news. TV. Press the button! Oh, my God! They've killed Kenny! How you doing? How you doing? Holy taxation. You're right again. Batman. Holy peanut butter and jelly, Batman. No soup for you. Six months. Back. All right. So Summer and George. I've watched two shows. Dude. <clears throat> I'm going to give you a brief ah, synopsis ah, ah. of one show, and this show is you. Me? No, just you. I love okay. that show. <clears throat> I actually kind of like you. this show. It's uh, It originally started on A&E. And uh, then bought out by Netflix. And uh, it's about this guy who's a k- serial killer who tries hard not to kill people, especially the girlfriends that he falls in love with that inevitably find out that he's a serial killer and he has to kill them. Mm-hmm. And then he falls in love with you, who is the next girl who's going to be his victim that he, you know, chops up. Right. Right. So <clears throat> that's uh, the first four seasons, three seasons. I don't know. Um, the last season was the best one. This season, he's in England. So you might like this, Tom. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he, uh, he, and then he's, he's, he's doing, he's going straight and narrow. He's like, I'm just going to be, a, he's, he's a super literary nerd. Like he runs bookshops everywhere he goes. And he's obsessed over like old books and like snooty authors. And he considers like whodunit stories, like lowbrow kind of things that he doesn't like bubblegum stories that he doesn't get into. Mm-hmm. Well, this whole season, of course, is a whodunit. And uh, it's not him, coincidentally. So he's a killer trying to find a killer and a group of, like, high art, you know. Is the plot of Dexter? 
Uh, well, yes, but he's not as. I don't know. I I haven't seen Dexter enough to really make a comparative, but uh, it's it's interesting enough. It's interesting enough just to keep me going. And they the weird thing is Netflix only released the first five episodes for this month and the next five episodes, which will be the last of the show uh, next month. So I uh, I kind of enjoy it. I like because it, it the the main character uh, Joe is played by a guy named Penn Bagley. Um, he uh, now produces the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he narrates his thought process while he's going. And sometimes it can kind of be a little off-putting because he'll be talking to himself, quote-unquote, the audience, while somebody's asking him a question. And he'll just be, like, sitting there, like, talking in his head. And that person's obviously waiting for 30 seconds for him to finish his thought to give an answer. <laughs> and you're just like, you know, I just want there to be a cutaway where there's just silence between these two people and that guy's just like, yeah, you, you, come on. What, what, are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a fun show. Uh, it's got some people. It's got Jenna Ortega in it at one point. Um, she's a uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, okay. It's got the girl from Haunting at Hill House. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. But Victoria Pedretti, I think is her name. Um, it's got the penguin. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, that's right. He is. Yeah, it plays the penguin from uh, Gotham. But it's it's okay. good. You get attached to characters, and there's a real sense of life and death because you don't know who's going to live and who's going to die. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why I, I like it because of the stakes. The stakes, man. <laughs> the stakes are high. <laughs> the only part of the like because I, I other people were watching that when I was around, and uh, the only part that I liked is he goes to talk to this guy that he's like, so I'm not really the one that you know bar need to borrow the money or something like that. And the guy goes, all right, well here you know I mean just I mean they <laughs> cut his finger off like. <laughs> Like the guy's just like chill, calm as yeah. he just cuts his finger off. He's like, ah! That was in the first season. He just yeah. cuts the dude's finger off for like no reason. No, this well, was in this season, I thought. No, it was the first season. Oh, okay. So or maybe it's the second season. But no, uh, it, was, it was the season with the penguin guy in it. Yeah, this is most recent seasons where he's in uh, England. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's some dude thinks that he owes somebody money, so he cuts it, like, the serial killer's finger off. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but, anyways. <laughs> It's a good show. I, I, it's, if you got a girl, it's definitely catered more towards a female audience, but it's fun for you know en- enough for me to enjoy it with my wife, and we, we've been liking it. So I'm excited to see the finale. Now, a show that my wife does not like that I have gotten into is called Hunters, and it is canceled. But <laughs> the second season just came out. Uh, the first season is about a bunch of Nazi hunters who were Holocaust survivors from World War II, and this takes place in... Oh, the show with the Al Pacino. Yep. This takes place in 1975 in the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this young kid uh, named Jonah, his uh, grandmother was one of the Nazi hunters. Uh, she dies mysteriously by a Nazi and uh, Al Pacino is like this like mastermind Nazi killer guy mm-hmm. named uh, Meyer. The bear Jew. Oh. And uh, <laughs> no, he, not the bear Jew. he recruits Jonah to basically replace his grandmother, and they hunt Nazis throughout the whole first season. Spoiler alert. Hitler's alive. Uh, they try to find this evil Nazi kind of mastermind called the Wolf, who is a plastic surgeon, and you find out that the the guy Meyer actually died in the Holocaust and the wolf changed his own face to look like Meyer by the end of the movie, uh, end of the season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he essentially like was conning, uh, Jonah to, you know, he, he did it kind of like as a weird redemption factor to like trying to make up for all the terrible things that he did in the Holocaust, but it wasn't good enough, obviously. And he dies. Well, Al Pacino comes back in the second movie. You know, or the second sec- second season, yeah. It's very confusing, but then you find out that it's all flashbacks, just to basically basically set up how the hunters work. Just a mind duck, you? A little bit of a mind duck, but it's kind of an unnecessary mind duck. Like they totally could have left him out. Um, but you know, they needed that star power with Al Pacino, so I get it. Um, and the second season, it, the the real mind duck at the end of the first season is Hitler is alive, mm. and so the second season is them hunting Hitler. Um. And you is know, is it really though? He never died. You know, they just made it up. 
mean, what's the conspiracy, right? So <laughs> yeah, many governments spent millions of dollars trying to find him after World War Two. Well, you know, the, that's the Argentina <clears throat> uh, theory. The boys in Brazil. Yeah. It's like Osama bin Laden. They didn't really kill him. So they they try to hunt him in there, and <clears throat> that's where the bulk of the show is. Jonah's trying to have a life with his fiance that he found between the first two seasons. Um, and the cool part is, without talking too much, is when they capture Hitler, um, they choose to not kill him, but actually bring him in, and they do, like, a Nuremberg trial for Hitler to see how, like, I know it's entirely fictionalized, but to see how, like, the world would treat that. If he was. Yeah, it was actually kind of fascinating. And they had some really amazing shots. They had this really cool shot where um, Jonah is escorting Hitler through this tunnel, and then, like, as they're walking down this long underground tunnel, an escape tunnel in Hitler's compound in Argentina, he goes for miles and miles and miles. And he's walking them, and there's these uh, Jews that show up in uh, the striped Holocaust uh, uh, costumes, lining. <laughs> costumes. I don't know what you call them. You know, prisoner outfits. Concentration camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're lining the hallway all the way down for miles and miles and miles. And, it, and it's like the ghosts. You know, mm-hmm. basically cheering on Jonah for capturing Hitler. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool shot. It was really eerie and, and, and like, awesome. And uh, they, they, it's not all about uh, Jews versus Nazis. There's a little bit of social justice. They do find a way to kind of steer how all the social justice works inevitably from bad guys are Nazis and then people who do things to ignore the stuff that Nazis do are essentially on their side. And then the good guys who are out for social justice, whether it's not just for you know uh, uh, Jewish you know uh, rights, but for homosexual rights or whatever, uh, they're on the other side, and uh, they they all kind of work together to to fight you know each other. Um, that being said, <clears throat> so when there was one really interesting episode, it was kind of like a bottle episode that didn't need to be into it, but I really liked the episode by the end. It was where there was some Germans that helped Hitler build compounds, but they were actually hiding Jews in this, this like, rat trap maze of a house mm-hmm. to hide them from the Nazis hunting them. It was a really cool episode of how they did that. Um, so that was probably my favorite episode of the whole show, and it's the second to last one for the whole show. And they left a little bit of a cliffhanger at the end. Um, Hitler escaped. No, they, they left a little bit of a tie, a loose end to tie up, and then it, the show's over, so... But for the most part, you know, it's a solid ending. It's a solid story. If you like that whole fictionalized World War II history kind of thing, Man in a High Castle, it's probably too far off the deep end compared to this. But just to see about, like, the conspiracies of Hitler and things like that, you might enjoy this. So good action, good uh, good character building and stuff like that. So it's on Amazon. It's free. You know, I recommend it. So uh, there you go. Moving on to my news. Tom, have you ever watched the show Faulty Towers? Yes. It's coming back. With John Cleese? He and his daughter are writing it. Hmm. Um, a lot of people are excited. A lot of people are not. Well, it went out. I mean, they only did two seasons. One season, right 12 episodes. <clears throat> I thought it was two series, but it was like six episodes. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh, some people think that <clears throat> John Cleese doesn't know how to write for a modern audience. No, so, I think Faulty Towers yeah. is... Happily looked upon as one of the best comedies. To yeah, come it was out. considered like the perfect show. Perfect it was British comedy. Hilarious. So, um, was that the parrot one? Is that Faulty Towers? Or is that Money Python. That's Money Python. Faulty Towers. He runs like a yeah. Hotel. Where he does the walk. You know, where he gets hit in the head and thinks he's like a Nazi at one point, right? Well, no, they have German people come to the hotel, and his wife's <laughs> like, "Don't mention the war, and don't do." Like any nonsense, but he just gets like more and more into it. I think he gets mm-hmm. hit in the head and he just starts like goose stepping around and like yeah. giving him the business. So, I mean, obviously it was offensive material for that time, you know, so he's probably going to want to do offensive material for this time, but our generation mm-hmm. probably can't handle it. So, so we'll see what be offended. Yeah, people oh. will probably be offended. Yeah. It's like you had a good run with the show, <laughs> leave it. It's and like that's why Rowan Atkinson hasn't done Blackadder season five. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are older like us or like just just leave it alone, you know. But um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll choose to be optimistic. Maybe he can make something interesting out of it. Probably not. So when's the last time you've seen John Cleese in anything amazing? Uh, he's supposed to take over his cue in the Bond movies. 
Did he do that? He was in two of them? No. With Pierce Brosnan? Oh, take over. Yeah, when Desmond Malone does. Because there's one, the two of them are both in it. Yeah. And the next one, it's instead of Q, it's R, but yeah. it's John Cleese. Well, anyways, that's about it. What was that, like 20 years ago? Yeah, at this point, yeah. So I think Rat Race was probably the best movie that he's been in with, you know, my memory of recent time. That was that was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So. Over nearly head, headless Nick in the Harry Potter That's movies. true, nearly headless Nick. Um, but, I mean, like, no, like he was a major character. No, no. So if you like uh, Monty Python humor, uh, Faulty Towers, check out Faulty the Faulty Towers isn't Monty Python humor. Well, eh, kind of. Yeah. A little bit, but not. That British humor, British witty humor. Yeah, it's much more witty mainstream yeah. humor. So check it out from, uh, uh, oh, man, I don't even know where you'd find it. It was on Amazon for a while. So it might still be. Yeah, each one of those episodes is, is well done. He plays Basil Faulty. Yeah. Uh, next is Dexter, uh, which apparently ended pretty strongly uh, with, his, hated with his new blood season that came out recently. I don't know anything about the show because I haven't watched I it. I never watched the show. Um, but it's not. We got another one coming out. More. More Dexter. Dexter more money. Newer, uh-huh. new, the quest for more money. Newer New Blood is uh, the, the next one coming out. New Blood, more red. And they're doing an Origins episode, which I hate. I hate it when they do a prequel for a character that you already know no. where his future is Been around be. for five seasons? Yeah. yeah. You went through five seasons of television to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> so that's dumb. Have you guys ever watched the show Billions? No. Mm, that's the one with Damian Lewis, right? I don't know. I've never watched it. Apparently it's a big deal. Okay. Um, well, they have two spinoffs of that. Millions and trillions? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what they're being called. Oh, God. Millions and trillions. Saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> Can't fool Todd. Uh, Bosch is getting some more spinoffs. Some female characters in the Bosch series is getting their own shows. What is daughter? Uh, <laughs> great news. Great news. I, I just figured you would know more about the Bosch stuff than I do. Well, I watched the first couple seasons, and then it started to get stupid, and I stopped. Then they have a re- Bukul that came out recently yeah, for Bosch, and then they're having some spinoffs. They doing more Reacher? Uh, I don't know anything about Reacher yet. I know Reacher's got a second season that's already been approved. Um, Yellowstone. So. Yellow Snow. Kevin Costner, fifth season of Yellowstone will be his last. But the show will go on. Uh, yeah. With Matthew McConaughey. What? <laughs> All right, all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to pull that off. We're going to cancel this show. It'd be a lot cooler if you didn't. Be his brother. I guess. I don't know. That's uh, that's a freaking stretch. So there you go. That's my TV news. Yeah. James, thanks for leaving me eight minutes. <laughs> you got it. You got it, Mitch. You got it. Press the button. <laughs> we already did the other two. It'd be stupid not to do the third. Well, well, I played a game called SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Hmm. It's on. Uh, no, I tried to get y'all to play it, and y'all were like, "Yeah," oh. but it's on Game Pass. <laughs> you were like, so, "No," so I played it anyways, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It's it's an RPG RPG style like PVE mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. where you take three players, or you take your player, and then you get like two alliance members mm-hmm. that join you but basically you just go through these levels and you fight armies of, of gundams and then you'll fight like the special one mm-hmm. um it's got really good graphics like it's similar to like anime style graphics um when i originally mentioned it to you i thought it was like the little chibi looking characters where they had the big head mm-hmm. and the, you know, the little bodies but yeah it, that's where you re- reviewed this yeah uh, no t- it, i told you about it that i wanted to play it it just come out no, I swear we talked about because there's like eight different Gundams to choose from. No, right. there's over seventy. Oh, that's <laughs> a lot right. of Gundams. Right. Uh, there's over seventy different Gundams. Um, you play in teams of three. Burning you, Gundam. You do a lot of repeats of levels, but they'll change it a little bit. Like where a new Gundam, because the whole story is like a uh, a time displacement thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to where, fight the Shadow Gundam. Well, there, I mean, different things. I I don't know that. I've only played like halfway through the story, but. Different things will pop in. Like, you'll play the level, and then once you've beaten it, you'll go back and have to play it again to get certain loot. But, like, this other Gundam will just, like, appear, and it'll have, like, a big cinematic thing where they appear in parts of the level. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. It's multiplayer? Yeah, it's up to three players. 
Hmm. But uh, it's all PVE, and uh, you get basically each time you get four attributes. Like you have your your health, your like the the boost, which is how fast your specials can re, like regain. Charge. Yeah, recharge. Um, and then you have your melee and your ranged attacks, which you you can boost all those up, like that you earn in in game currency that you build them up. And then you have three equipment slots, which can boost mm-hmm. your uh, all those as well. And then you have your your heavy and light. Or sorry. And then you have your team perks, where if you know, if you have Gundams from like the same, uh, I guess class or the same era, they give each other perks that you know make you heal faster or anything like that. Um, and then you have like the three, uh, what's it called? Three main um, classes, mm-hmm. which is like your, you have your sharpshooter, which is your range stuff. You have your melee, which is all the close range stuff, and then you have your what the I guess it's like a brawler mm-hmm. or what they call. But basically, he's got a little bit of range, a little bit of melee. He's kind of in between as far as like his abilities and how strong he is, and one or the other. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's I mean, there's a lot of different types of Gundams that you can choose from. Um, Burning Gundam. I'm level fifty <laughs> out of a hundred. Wow. So <laughs> I played it a lot. I played like probably sixteen hours of it. Oh, wow. Mitch is gonna play. This is on Game Pass. Yeah. Mitchell drag us along, and he's yeah. like, "You're good." <laughs> well, because like, like I said, you can play online, or you have like, as you play and you beat different parts of the story, those characters can be your alliance members when you're playing solo, or because you get the two of them that join you. But it's it's a lot of fun because you're playing th- with those, and then you'll also join in different characters through different parts of the story, like when you go to their timeline or whatever. And there's some where you're fighting Gundams where you're as big as their foot, so it's. Really, it's fun. It's so it's interesting. Gundam games in the past are, are notorious for basically just being a three dimensional Street Fighter game, where like they have obscene amount of health, and you have to do lots of hits before you can blow up a Gundam. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> basically, it's it's like that because you're you're going through it, and everybody has a health bar, and you got to beat them up. Yeah, it, it's very simple. It's just I've had a lot of fun just because you go in and you fight different ones, and you get pieces to help level up to where you can unlock certain Gundams. It's it's an easy game. It's a fun little mindless just you know smash, ha- yeah, smash, smash. shoot them up, beat them up, blow them up. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, blow maybe we'll try it. I don't know, audience. Do you think we should try it? Do you go to entertainthispodcast.com. dot com? Tell us what you want us to do. All right, well, Hayden will do it. Let me pull this up. With my news. <laughs> <laughs> pull a time. Let me, let me put my news up here. So I unlock my phone. Well, while you have news, so the producer of Tears of the Kingdom was asked recently, is Zelda going to be a playable character in the new game coming out? And he said, no comment. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no comment, which a lot of people are speculating means that he doesn't want to yes. talk about it because it is. Otherwise, you know, people would probably say, uh, no, that's not a thing. So well, he just goes, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. You know, most most would. Saying. I mean, if you don't want to advertise something that's not going to happen. It's like, no comment. It's like, so, no, 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 no. Yeah. you didn't say but no. Nintendo, Nintendo is really weird with their marketing strategy because they did this thing where, on I think it was Spotify or YouTube or something, where they asked people, what's your favorite Zelda music? And then whenever the people linked music, they got, uh, <laughs> they got not banned, but like uh, noticed by uh, Nintendo for copyright infringement <laughs> for licensing their own music. <laughs> so, like, all of the music listed was just, like, blocked and stuff like that. So That's, that's some Nintendo stuff. Yeah, right they're, they're terrible about that. But. Uh, well, the one bit of news that I could find that was, you know, relevant to this week that we hadn't already covered. Thank you for trying. <laughs> was a, a, There's a game called Bleak Faith Forsaken, mm. which actually is a game that started up on Kickstarter that has three people... That were the original like uh, designers, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's a game that's going to be coming out pretty soon. It doesn't have a, a, an official release date yet, but it's they say it's kind of like the Souls games where a Souls like game. That's exactly. Headbutt is but it's like a, a futuristic Souls like a futuristic <laughs> game where like it's like a post apocalyptic like you can see the skyscrapers and stuff, uh-huh. and it almost looks like some of the characters are like the Matrix Sentinels that like mm-hmm. in the they were the real world mimics like, yeah that would come after you and stuff. Um, it, it looks interesting. It's it's neat to see like the the gunplay and stuff with a, a more futuristic feel to it. Mm. But it's it just kind of neat to see that a, a game from Kickstarter looks as well as it does. That's the future, man. Any games are going to be like any games in any movies. I think are going to like surpass AAA games and movies, where like uh, just a Garage Band esque 
kind of people can just make something as good or more entertaining for the the the, the mediums out there, and uh, you know, Hollywood's going to be like, well, why why couldn't we do that? You know. <laughs> They'll buy them out for a billion dollars, and they'll make triple A movies anyways. Yeah. But as this bleak fates forsaken is categorized as a mix between cyberpunk and dark fantasy, so I mean, it'd be an interesting as long as the gameplay doesn't you know lag out and be real glitchy. It'd be interesting to play like something like that. <laughs> That's any game, man. You can't it have a couple playing game. the new map. Yeah, I enjoyed it though. I know. You Speaking gotta, of, which, I got to win. You got to win. Yeah, Mitch. I haven't played, so well, loser. I've been let's, working. Let's go play. That's what we're going to do. We're going to play. Let's go play right now. Right now. One. Bye. 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 What? 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 Anyway. That's, that's all my news that I had. I couldn't find a whole lot. Anyway, that was the Thursday episode of Entertain This. Yay. Yay. I'm Tom. That's Hayden. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. 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 F and Hayden. Yeah. Brain. Duckin'. Donuts. Oh, yeah. And that's Mitch. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. I had to do my head. Actually. Why? It doesn't matter how it makes you feel. I'm trying to find myself. He's pressing me. I'm going to hear it. My head sets off.